0: Welcome everyone, you're listening to the Cover 2 Podcast with Jordan Jensen and Austin Hoffman. In this episode, we talk about the Last Dance Michael Jordan Bowles documentary, and really, the recap of the first six episodes and what we expect going forward. Thank you everyone for listening, and hope you enjoyed the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Cover Two Podcast. I'm Jordan Jensen.
1: I'm Austin Hoffman,
0: and today we're talking about really the only sports thing going on right now. There's NASCAR. Like, no golf,
1: dude. Oh, golf,
0: duh. What yeah, you who's who's...
1: Uh, who's golfing out there today?
0: Um, people,
1: Bad... Woods, Tiger, Phil. Woods Tiger. Woods is Tiger Tiger Woods it, is, uh Arch enemy.
0: It's his um Yeah. Alpha you know. His Arch is a tree.
1: Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um
1: well, then I don't know.
0: No. No, we're talking about what really seems like it almost feels like a live sporting event just because like
1: everybody's watching it together. Everyone's
0: watching at the same time. Right. We don't really know what's gonna happen. Like mm-hmm. it really feels like Sunday night football. Yeah, and what it feels like. we
1: are talking about the 1996 drama thriller *Last Dance*. Dance, Dance. Director Bruce Bresford. Uh, it made 5.9 million dollars. Um, you know, it was a good movie. It got it, it. It got destroyed on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, not particularly well, 32%. But uh, it's a movie about a a, a young lawyer, uh, played by Rob Morrow, is assigned to a uh, a case for Cindy Lidget, played by. Uh, sharon stone
0: sharon stone's in
1: that fucking movie she is she plays the girl that is uh on death row for first
0: no movie. yeah sharon stone sharon stone. like the sharon stone the, I,
1: I, I don't know how many sharon stones are back in 1996 making movies but i believe that damn. that's that's the one
0: damn isn't that crazy yeah i mean
1: like, this yeah. is a joke and i just now like read the synopsis that's of crazy. like the actual movie the that's like crazy. last dance and you sharon type stone. in
0: last dance and it brings up Sarah Stone. Yeah, like was this it? was
1: supposed to be like a bit where we're like, like, oh, we're not talking about the Michael Jordan shit. We're talking about this. And Sarah Stone. Sharon. Sharon
0: Stone. Sharon Stone. My bad.
1: Was that? Are we thinking about the right one? was like, It like was that it was like Shannon Tate?
0: Who's Shannon Tate?
1: Okay, I may be wrong, but one of them had to deal with OJ, and the other one had to do with like uh, like Chris Hansen, not Chris Hansen, Charles Manson. I have no idea, my friend. Okay.
0: But 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, dude, honestly, give me your honest opinion. Yeah. I think we can make a movie that would get higher than 32%. Well,
1: see, me, I don't give a fuck about Rotten Tomatoes, because those are critics. I care about popcorn flicks. Okay. That's that's the people. You know, that's, that's the, the that's people. That's what we would make a movie for, is the people, not the critics.
0: True, yeah. I mean, the critics would hate our movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. The critics would it'd be, be like
0: zero percent. Yeah.
1: It'd be like uh in, in the movie uh pop star, uh oh. where they got his uh, review. He's like, this is negative four. Yeah. Out of ten. It wouldn't be good. That can't be right.
0: It wouldn't be good, but like, I'm telling you, we would make a good movie.
1: Uh, Wolverine I'm Jesus. You.
0: Wolverine Jesus is still in the making. <laughs> uh,
1: Abraham Lincoln, the basketball slayer. Oh. Um, that's one I was. I've been working on.
0: You've been working on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a little uh. I feel like either way we make a movie it's going to be controversial. Rather be oh, of dealing course. with religion, uh with yeah. Jesus or like race, Abraham Lincoln the
0: basketball slayer? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um I have a great quote for that movie, but I don't know if it's ready to be.
0: You don't want to spoil the whole movie.
1: No, 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 but it's a good quote like for him to say when he steps on the basketball court. What does he say? He says uh I freed the slaves and now I'm here to free those ankles.
0: Free those ankles.
1: Right, because he's a oh, baller.
0: He's, he's oh, is he going to break them free or something? Yeah. Break them.
1: He's going to break him free, you know?
0: Break them free?
1: Snap those ankles right off them.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's a work in progress. It's a work
0: in progress.
1: Um, the Every The people movie. I told about it said they absolutely hated the idea, but...
0: I don't hate what it. What do
1: they know, you know?
0: They don't... Nothing. What do they know? Nothing.
1: What does Michael Bay know about anything? About movies.
0: Explosions.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's so what he knows. Know, you know what? Abraham Lincoln, basketball slave is gonna be a fucking explosion.
0: Just a giant explosion yeah, in my pants. Yeah, I already got
1: a call back from Tarantino. He said no.
0: Uh
1: oh. Um, which is fine because Samuel Jackson didn't have a role.
0: Uh that makes sense then.
1: But no, I think we could make a movie.
0: We could definitely make a movie. Yeah. I'm telling you. I mean, we we made one movie in marketing class that was a couple minutes long and it was great.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was about a uh like a sing, uh,
0: Cinco de Energy. Cinco Energy.
1: Cinco Energy. Um, it's uh, th- there's a scene where we uh, act like it was a drug scene. I believe we failed this class. Uh, it looked like a drug deal, but we were just like, s- shadily paying for a counterfeit Five Hour Energy from Mexico. Um, good for you that you weren't in that class to take the F though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't in the class, but I thought I thought I played pretty well.
1: No, yeah, you're you were definitely yeah. the. the the actor, um the, the actor. that was your debut film and it it, it was. was pretty pretty good. It was good. Cannot uh give you enough credit.
0: But um what we're actually gonna talk about is not the ninety six film with Sharon Stone. It is actually the last dance documentary with Michael Jordan in the Chicago Bulls which for me has been the documentary That I've been waiting my entire life for. For those of you who don't know. I'm named after Michael Jordan. I was born in 97. June 23rd, 1997. I'm named after Michael Jordan. So it's kind of hard for me to not be objective towards A, the Chicago Bulls. And B, Michael Jordan. So I've been waiting for this my whole life. Like, like, I've known. Obviously, I haven't seen him. Obviously, being born in 97, I didn't watch him play. But th- this is, like, absolutely everything I've ever been waiting for. Now, yeah. you, on the other hand.
1: um, I We both didn't grow up in right. uh, the, the Jordan era. We kind of right. grew up in the Kobe era before LeBron. Like,
0: right. Briefly. Just barely. I barely remember that dominant Kobe era. Right. But, barely. Uh, but
1: that was before, you know, LeBron was dominant. Yeah. You know? So, we I think pre-Miami. we got to see... We got to see, like, the, the Wade and Kobe emergence. Um, yep. And we obviously got to see all the LeBron. All um, uh, LeBron. But, no, I was not named after uh, Michael Jordan. I was named after uh, a character named Austin from uh, uh, Days of Our Lives.
0: That's a cool story,
1: though. Um, Actually, it might have been Young and the Restless. Either way, my mom likes soap operas. Um, But I've always been a LeBron over Michael guy just by, like, like, sheer talent, and this is, uh, everybody was, like, everybody that knew that about me, was like, man, you gotta watch this documentary, and I was gonna, like, binge it.
0: Yeah, yeah, you, so but you told me. I
1: got bored, and I was like, fuck it, I'll watch it, I'll, I'll see what's going on, uh, and, uh, I like it, I like it, it showed me a lot about Michael, a lot of stuff I already knew, um, uh, a lot of stuff is kind of new, like, how Scotty Pippen doesn't know money.
0: <laughs> right.
1: He doesn't know what money is. Right. Um, but I don't know, like, I, all right, so. The first episode uh, is about like Michael, uh, his college, early NBA days, mm-hmm. which was kind of fascinating to uh, know how much NBA players in like early or late late eighties that did coke. Yeah, it's crazy
0: when he when he got to the Bulls and it was just this like drug circus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that was like you like you just said that that was a problem around the league. Really. I mean, the Bulls especially. But, you know, that that was a problem around the league. And it's crazy to think about that. Now, like, I mean, obviously, we're not in NBA locker rooms. We don't obviously know. But, like, I'm 99.9% sure. Like, nobody does that.
1: Maybe JR is, like, huffing paint. Maybe.
0: You know, every, you know, every, every team maybe has that one guy that's, yeah. like, a question mark. And you're like, this dude is kind of sketchy.
1: Yeah, but you haven't really seen that since like mid two thousands.
0: No, you haven't seen him in a long time. I think the
1: last one was like really Ron Artest. Was, like,
0: yeah, he was kind of crazy. crazy guy. He was kind of crazy. But he... You look at like Lance oh, Gilbert Stevenson. Arenas bringing the the gun guns, to the yeah. Locker
1: room. Um, you look at like Lance Stevenson, but that's not really like drugs. That's, that's just, not that's like, just like, like this guy's kind of different, <laughs>
0: right? This guy's not a this guy's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, like but...
1: I would like to see like a documentary about like some of the weirdos of the NBA. You know? Yeah. That'd yeah, be interesting. That would be. Um, but I will admit, like, LeBron, or, sorry, got LeBron on the mind. The Michael Doc is a great eye-opener, you know, because I, I still go with my guns and say that LeBron has played against better competition. I'm still sticking to that um, throughout the league. So right now, did you think that who who's played with more hall of famers throughout their career so far lebron so far or michael
0: well that's hard to say because a lot of the people that lebron has played with are still in the league and but, not eligible for the hall of fame
1: yeah i know but do you see them getting into the hall of fame
0: as players
1: yeah there's there i i believe there's a lot of people in the nba right now that are uh future hall of famers Right. Like a lot.
0: Well, MJ played with two.
1: Yeah. On his team, but I'm talking about like the whole league.
0: Oh, the whole league? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I I have no idea. I don't know. I just I just I see the the competition kind of like risen from then. Well,
0: I mean, comp- competition always gets better. Athletes always get better, no matter what the sport.
1: Apparently I mean, it's a, it's a
0: totally different game.
1: Yeah, know? a lot of a lot of totally checking. different. Uh um, Michael would have been explosive in this era. But oh, Le- LeBron would have been explosive in that era. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was really cool like what my my biggest knock on Michael was he never won without Scotty, and Michael admitted that in the doc. Like he was like, "Oh, yeah. oh I couldn't win without Scotty. I I didn't win until we got Scotty." Right. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, well, he's socially aware." See, I thought Michael was always like this um like a an arrogant guy.
0: Oh, and he, he is.
1: He is, but not in the way I always thought.
0: How did you think of him as being arrogant?
1: Towards, like, the fans, the media, literally everybody, his teammates, the coaches. no. He absolutely loved the fans. Mm. He didn't really hate the media until a little later in his career.
0: Yeah, he only hated it when the gambling things were going on. Yeah. I mean, he he gave every, every media session the time of day. You know, he was courteous to everyone. You know, he just didn't say a whole lot
1: you right. know like
0: he was just kind of guarded you know
1: and i i really respect that about him that he he said in the doc that he had about besides sleeping about 10 minutes to himself a day mm-hmm. without being under i a couldn't microscope imagine the whole that
0: world. dude oh my
1: god i don't think he would have survived in social media
0: Prob, i mean probably not i'm but also you could say that about a lot of athletes right that came right you know before this i mean Almost all of them, <laughs> you know, I mean, they would handle social media. Yeah. Or, it's, you know, they either couldn't handle it. They definitely couldn't live the same lifestyle that they were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the social media age, they would have to change it a whole lot. But, yeah, it would be. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could say that about a ton of teams and players. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Um, keep going about. Well, um, Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah.
1: Um, and and like another thing, like just like getting reminded of what, how the NBA was in the eighties and nineties was so Mm -hmm. crazy where there was one dominant team for about four years and then whoever beat them, the other team that got beat never really riz up again no which is crazy so it's like oh this team's winning oh you beat them now they're like they're like
0: rebuilding mode yeah they're rebuilding
1: and then that's the next team and then it's the next team Mm -hmm. and that is that is so opposite of what the league is now yeah um Mm -hmm. and i kind of like how the league is now because back then like it would have been fun like oh man when's the lakers dynasty gonna end all the celtics are dynasties back oh now it's now it's the the bulls you know you think it's gonna be like the Jazz because you know they were always right up there. Poor fucking Carl Malone. Right. But
0: I don't know how much different that is than today though.
1: Well, well, like you know, you got the, like these super teams. It seems like injuries are more apparent nowadays than they were back then. Yeah. For reason.
0: But I mean, let's let's think about it. Let's let's you know let's go back from just ninety then. Okay. We got the Bulls. Yep. And then Jordan's gone for two years, and the Rockets win two. Mhm. And then it's the Bulls. And then there's a little bit of a pause, I believe. And then there's the Lakers. Yep. And then well, I guess there is a little bit of a hodgepodge. But like the Lakers won, how many in a row? Did they win three in a row? No. I don't think so. I
1: think they won two. In a two. Row.
0: Okay. And then there's the Spurs.
1: I think they won two in a row twice.
0: Um, maybe, maybe, I don't, I don't really know, but like, there's always like, there's always like an era of dominance, it seems like, right, you know, the Warriors, um, the Heat, the Spurs, that was a long time, you yeah, know, they kind I'm, of popped up every I'm talking there about like, while.
1: like finals appearances every single year, like you had the yeah. Pistons that went to the finals, like what, four straight times against the Lakers, Celtics, and etc., when? In the 90s. With, uh, oh like in the
0: eighties? Was... That was 80s? in the eighties. Uh I don't know about four straight times.
1: It was a lot, because they were the team to be in the East forever.
0: I know they won I don't know I don't I don't think they lost any appearances. I think they just went back to back.
1: Okay. And so it was like like uh Michael was I keep saying fuck. <laughs> so Michael was like the the coolest thing uh in the first couple episodes was his self awareness of like, hey, I gotta change this if we're gonna beat the Pistons. Yeah, that that was so cool. And then what? Uh, what they were saying was how hard it is to keep muscle. Like, yeah, when, when like as a basketball player, it makes me look at like yeah. other players. Like, holy shit, how much work do they actually put mm, in? Right, it's really yeah. an eye opener. And I don't know. I gained a lot of respect for Michael. And a lot of he was worried about this coming out, like this whole documentary, because he like would be. Worried about how people viewed him. I view him a lot higher now in my book. Yeah. I know he's, you know, arguably the best player of all time in the 99% of the world, but for me, I, I didn't see it. So I was like, right. Yeah, I'm watching like old, you know, tape from a VHS. <laughs> right. How right, Good right, is right. he, you know? Right. Um,. But yeah, he was definitely different and I like this insight. It makes me excited for the Kobe one. Yeah, when it I, makes me I, yeah, excited yeah. for the future LeBron one. Yeah. Um it, it just it, it makes me excited for documentaries.
0: Yeah, that exactly. are not about
1: nature. Exactly.
0: Um this is one th- and you brought up him having to overcome and adapt to beating the Pistons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's that's crazy, right? Because he he really had to, and and I I hate to really compare MJ and LeBron. I think their legacies. I love it. But I'm going to. <laughs> um. So he he had to really overcome getting past the Pistons. Like that was his biggest hurdle, mm-hmm. and in his entire career, it seemed like. And let's just hypothetically say that the Pistons were in the West or like they made up in the finals and that happened and he doesn't have this perfect finals record. Like that would tarnish it a little bit, right? Because isn't that some of the thing that we knock on LeBron is his finals record. And what if those weren't in the finals? What if he, what if he was in the West all those years and those happened in the Western conference finals,
1: the Warriors, Spurs,
0: right. And, And, and like, I always think that's so interesting because I think he gets a pass on everything before Scotty got there, right, because he just didn't have a team around him, right? I mean, and then Scotty gets here and they have the team, and you can see that talent wise they're probably if not the best in the league, they're right up there and and then it starts to be a knock, but like I always wonder if that if that were the finals, and he weren't six and oh, and he didn't have that to you know hold on to.
1: If he was like four and six,
0: yeah, or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or that, six that's an interesting two
1: point because or... you can kind of debate how the first, like, before their first championships, how similar their careers were.
0: Yeah, I mean, you really can. Le- LeBron, the one thing I'll give LeBron is that he has this longer sustained team excellence than Jordan did. It took Jordan a while. It took him till he got Scotty to have his team really be contenders. Right. Be like NBA finals contenders. LeBron was like that almost right away it yeah, seemed like. I
1: believe like. 2000 and What was it 2007 or 9?
0: When LeBron got to his first finals?
1: Yeah, we got blown out by the Spurs.
0: I don't remember. I don't think it was 2009. I think it was earlier. So, probably 20, 20, 20, 2007. I
1: Something remember... Like, he
0: got that right away. Like, it it took Jordan a while to realize... Okay, you yeah, know what? The, if, if the I'm, second best
1: player on your team is Anderson Verjao and Zeldrudis Lugalskis. Right,
0: exactly. Like, that's so incredible that he took that team to the finals.
1: But, the knock on... on LeBron has always been like, Oh, East has been a cupcake. And that wasn't the case for Jordan. East was the tough division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with the Pacers had-
0: with Reggie, the Knicks with Celtics. Patrick Ewing, the Celtics were, Yeah, early in Jordan's career. He had to get past Larry
1: Bird later in the career. They had the Knicks, the John Starks, oh, Patrick Ewing.
0: Right. Ex- exactly. Um, so that's, it's definitely, it's definitely hard. Um, and that, that is one thing you could knock LeBron for also. Um, and the w- one thing that I w- want to go back to and compare about LeBron and Jordan is that LeBron, I mean, Jordan had an obstacle in the Pistons, and he said, okay, how can I get better? How can my teammates get better? How can we overcome this? Mm-hmm. And as to where LeBron, and I'm not knocking him for leaving Cleveland the first time. But he said, and I don't blame him for doing this, he looked around and said, I literally can't win here. I'm doing everything I can. Right. If I'm going to win, I have to leave. And it took us, you know, us fans and media a while to really understand that because we saw Jordan say he he just took it to another level.
1: Yeah, but the Cavs weren't drafting people like Scottie Pippen.
0: Yeah, the Cavs weren't drafting well. They weren't acquiring free agents. They weren't trading for superstars. They weren't doing that because they just said, "Oh, well, you know, whatever. We have LeBron. We're going to be good." You know. Yeah. Until he left, and that that put really every team in the league on notice. Like, okay, we really have to build superstars, right? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not knocking him for it. He had to do that because if he doesn't do that, he yeah. doesn't ever become the LeBron James that we know now.
1: No, he he would be more of a like a like a Kevin Durant that stayed in OKC. Exactly, dominant numbers and getting out in the first two rounds of the playoffs. Every
0: right, day. exactly. And so, like he he had to do that. And I I I don't. That's one thing I don't like. I don't like it when people bring that up in the debate. Yeah, that's you know, it's
1: not a good debate. Um, right, he had to. Jerry uh Jerry Krause actually didn't do a terrible job building a team.
0: No, no, he did a he, bad he did a great job building a team.
1: Um, because, you know, exactly, exactly what you said. Michael, you know, was like, okay, this is what we got to do to get better. And LeBron pretty much had the same thing, was like, all right, this is what I need to do to get better. Right. I need to go to an actual team that actually, like, needs to win. like exactly. Has a, a appetite to win.
0: Exactly. And if, if we're debating LeBron and MJ, this is, this is the, the one thing that on the basketball court, this is the one reason why. LeBron will never be better than Michael. It's his first season in Miami in the finals against Dallas and how he just kept coming up short in the fourth quarter. Right. He absolutely – it's not that, like, he didn't play great. He played awful in the fourth quarter. Like, he was – he he choked in the fourth quarter. Like, he he, – you could tell he didn't want it, that he was scared. And that's the one thing you can never, ever, ever say about Michael. If his team lost, it was never because he came up short.
1: Ever. And that that's what I can respect about Michael and that opinion. Um it, it, Michael and LeBron have completely different mindsets. Oh yeah. Um there's still one A and one B. In my opinion. Yeah, me too. You can honestly flip-flop him regardless. No, I'm, me seeing absolutely. a little bit more of Michael. Um, we haven't seen the end of LeBron's career. You know, maybe LeBron decides to go to Washington in, in this career. You never know. Maybe. <laughs> um, but the, the mindsets are so different. Um, oh. LeBron came in as the number one player in high school for three years and then was the number one pick. All this on his shoulders of like, well, what's he going to do? Michael came in and was just like, you know, I still got to prove my shit. Right. That, that drive never left him. Never. I mean, you know, LeBron has that drive now because he get, he's getting close to
0: that close pedestal to of yeah.
1: best of all time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Unfortunately, you know, there's no time machines. You can't really see that. But 1v1, Michael versus LeBron in both primes. How much money, if you had an infinity amount of money, how much would you pay to see that? oh my god
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that'll be perfect
1: the thing is one-on-one i think lebron would take it just because of his size and his, his speed size, and his defense and yeah it would be such a great like
0: one-on-one with nba players it's so
1: it's so different it's like i mean i throw it up you could say lebron or uh lebron and michael would be like oh man like who would win that it doesn't even matter. I think Kobe would have won everyone.
0: Yeah, Kobe. I was going to say Kobe. Kobe or AI Kobe in would have won pretty much
1: every single against anybody.
0: Well, if, if AI got the ball first and then make it take it. I mean, I don't know. But AI didn't play much. If you if players.
1: you had a bracket of all 1v1s and you had to like, all right, here's a gun. It's to your head. Who's winning it? You have Michael. You have Bird. You have Johnson. You, I'd be like Kobe. You
0: know, that's hard.
1: I'd put it all on Kobe.
0: That's so hard. You You could because.
1: Or Kyrie Irving. In a 1v1? That boy has handles. He doesn't have to pass. That's,
0: his best, that's the best he, thing he can do. He couldn't beat LeBron. He couldn't beat MJ. He wouldn't get by him. Maybe, he maybe wouldn't he, score enough. Maybe he gets lucky And he the wouldn't seating. stop him. Like he, the maybe size he gets different. lucky in the seating. Maybe, but like a point guard can't win the one-on-one because of the size. He, he, unless there's, you're there's, Magic Johnson. Unless you're Magic. But even then, I don't think he has the offensive skill no, to, he can't to win. Yeah, exactly. And and going back to the mindset of LeBron, LeBron has always been more like Magic, the mindset. More of a pass first, how can I help?
1: But it's so crazy because people do that comparison all the time, but I don't consider them that close. I think LeBron is a lot better than Magic.
0: I'm not saying that. I'm saying mindset-wise as to how can I make the team better? What's the best shot for the team, you know? Right. Like, I don't have to be the guy who takes the last shot. After there's two guys on me and there's one guy open in the corner, that's the best basketball move. I'm going to make that shot. As to where MJ says, fuck you, I don't care if there's four guys on me, I'm taking the last shot because I'm not that was having the, anyone that was else. The
1: Mamba mentality back like, in the 80s and 90s.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, but
1: do you remember that one scene where Phil Jackson looked at Michael and goes, who's open? He goes, Paxton. He's like, all right. Exactly. And he dished And LeBron,
0: back. that's... MJ learned that. He learned that later in his career. You know, especially, yeah. I mean, I think he, I think it also because he knew, he trusted Paxton. He yeah. knew he could make it. He what, knew he had the balls to take the shot and make the shot, too. What
1: underrated supporting cast Michael had. I'm not saying he had, like, an all, yeah. all, all Hall of Famers. Steve Kerr, Paxton, Horace Grant for a couple of years, Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen. Uh, yeah. Ron Harper.
0: I mean, and, and you know, both three-peats have different rosters. I mean, Steve Kerr was the last three. Paxton was there for most of it. Um, Horace, Horace Grant was the first one. You know, Dennis Rodman came in in the second three-peats. I mean, there was different guys. But, yeah, both of them. And that's all Jerry Krause.
1: He was all Jerry actually Krause. a he was, very good GM.
0: He was, but he was, he was a lot of the front offices now it's like this league is so player driven jerry Krause was so in his head and up on his high horse Mm -hmm. and said that i built this team this championship this isn't this isn't this isn't michael or scotty like i did this you know organizations win championships not players
1: yeah that kind of always like kind of like irked me a little bit just like what do you talking about man
0: right exactly like like no one like he had to get credit above everyone else
1: yeah, like you could build the 2013 oklahoma city thunder doesn't mean you're gonna win it
0: exactly and that's why he drove phil out of town because he goes you know he could just find someone else to do it
1: you know who my favorite person is in this whole documentary phil, phil Jackson. phil
0: jackson i learned how great of a coach he is
1: how great of a dude he is yeah of how yeah. he like just organized everybody and, like, he kind of just dealt with everybody's problems individually to make them feel like they're wanted. Right. Constantly. Like... Like, Dennis Rodman, I need I need a vacation. All right, go.
0: Right, exactly. Ma- Michael's
1: like, what are you doing? He's like, trust me, he needs it.
0: Right. You know, and and the great thing about Phil is, you know, Dennis came to him, you know, and was like, I need a vacation. I need 48 hours in Vegas. And Phil... He he knows that he should probably do this, but he knows he also needs the approval of Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan's like, you're not going to see his ass in 48 hours. That ain't going to happen.
1: What was it, like 63 hours?
0: I, I think, well, MJ went to the... Carmen
1: Electra, Carmen, Dennis Rodman, yeah. and bag. Oh That's boy. insane,
0: right? Like, what more of a 90s story is that of Dennis Rodman in bed with Carmen Electra and Michael Jordan knocks on the door. <laughs> right? Like that's like as nineties as it gets.
1: I mean I, I love that story.
0: It's crazy. And we're gonna see more and more stories come out. I mean I can't wait to see I wanna see more about fights in practice. Because we're about Michael Michael you, punched a lot of his teammates.
1: Have you seen the preview for this next one coming out?
0: Not really. It's
1: the the Steve Kerr and Michael Beef.
0: Oh, that'll be
1: good. Yeah That'll be
0: good. Because Steve Kerr and that's another thing, that's another guy who's really, like, looking really good, and this is Steve Kerr. Like, you can just tell, like...
1: You can tell he's a coach.
0: Right. You're going to be a coach. Exactly. Like, I don't know how, how he in wasn't a coach before.
1: If this doc came out in 2000, and everybody would be like, who's who's going to be a coach on the Bills team? Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Everyone would say Steve Kerr.
0: Right, exactly. And the, and, and you, know, you would have you said, oh, John Paxton's either going to be a head coach or a GM, too.
1: Paxton? Was he, he a GM?
0: He's been he's been running the Bulls for the past 20 years, or 17. Oh, really? Yes, he just got fired.
1: Oh. I feel like he would have done a good job, though. He,
0: he he did a solid job.
1: For a while, the Bulls for a were while. competitive. For a while, he did a but solid they had job. A, it just sucks because that was when LeBron was dominating the East for the Bulls yeah. became relevant again. Yep,
0: and then the, Derek's injuries and... You know, they haven't been able, and they got lucky to get Derrick Rose in the first place. And then yep. it's crazy being being a Bulls fan and watching this and seeing the similarities, right? To see how Krause treated Paxson, I mean, how Krause treated Phil Jackson and the roster. And to see how Paxson, who was on that team, and how he ran Tom Thibodeau out of town because well, he, he felt that Tom Thibodeau was getting too much credit. It's like Paxton lived through that. The
1: power struggle. Your your head coach and your GM should be just like the NFL. They should be on the exact they, same page. They, exactly.
0: They should be.
1: In the NFL, you get GM credit all the time.
0: Exactly. Head coach
1: credit all the time.
0: Exactly. And there can be both.
1: That 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 is what one thing the NFL does a lot better than the NBA is, you know, like the GM and coach need to be on the same page. In, yeah. the, in the NBA, that's not a thing.
0: Right. And then, and I think that's where most organizations go haywire right is when they you know
1: you look at teams with like that actual chemistry uh the lakers now the heat forever right um it, it's it's night and day Wh- whoever has doc rivers honestly right um it, you need that in an organization but going back to the phil jackson boy do we need a phil jackson documentary yeah we do coaching the philippines
0: yeah, like, who the fuck?
1: And he was, like, really big into, like, Native American tribes, and that's how him and Dennis Robbins bonded.
0: Right, and I think he grew up in, like, North Dakota, yeah. and he still lives in North Dakota. You're
1: a backwards walking man in era culture.
0: What an interesting dude. It's so cool. And coached, coached these two great teams, from the Bulls and the Lakers.
1: We need a Phil Doc.
0: We need a Phil Doc. Uh, we need Docks on everybody. Yeah. We just need a shit ton of doc. And really how Barack
1: weird. Obama couldn't afford a ticket for $7. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's crazy, isn't it?
1: That's so weird. I love all the guests that they have on there. Justin Timberlake is a weird one I didn't expect.
0: Right. And we were talking about this earlier, how they were showing all the fucking famous people that came to see...
1: John Cusack.
0: Yeah. And they were showing all these fucking huge A-list celebrities, and then they give John Cusack like t- like, a- like a minute. Mm-hmm. And you're like... What? And then they go straight to Prince. And it's like, how, are, how, do, how the fuck did John Cusack get in here?
1: Yeah. What? I, um, reading through a couple of these names, uh, one stood out to me that I kind of want to go over real quick. Um, Doug Collins.
0: What about Doug Collins? I,
1: I, I, li- I like what happened. But I don't like it in the same aspect. Doug Collins was a great coach. He was a good coach. Him and Michael had crazy chemistry together. Yeah, but it was it was it was feeding into Michael. But getting Phil made him a better player. But Michael seemed oh. happier with Collins.
0: Yeah, I mean, Collins. <laughs> Collins, you know, at at the if he had to drop a game-winning play, it's let's give Jordan the ball. Right. As to where Jackson draws out actual plays to help the team.
1: I mean, look look at it. Why The reason Doug Collins got fired is because some cranky old guy that was just whining away at the triangle offense in your ear every time out. Yeah. That would drive me insane, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it.
1: I get why he got fired. I get why Krauss yeah. wanted his guys. Right. He handled it wrong every single chance he could get right you know firing coaching staff yeah um but he still had doug collins which i i think would have he, been an absolute yeah. beast of a head coach i
0: mean and he was a good coach and he got he took the bulls from a fringe playoff team to an actual playoff Eastern conference
1: team. finals every Ex- year.
0: exactly and it felt like that was kind of their ceiling with, yeah. under doug collins I mean, I get having to make that move. I mean, kind of think of like Dwayne Casey, you know, with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Good coach, taking that team from, you know, average to really, really good, but just can't get that team the great. Yeah. You know, like just can't do it. Needs a change. Doesn't matter how good you are. I mean, fuck, Dwayne Casey was the NBA head coach of the fucking year, and then they fired him.
1: You know who's a better uh a better one than uh that? A better example than uh Blaine Casey.
0: Are you gonna to say Tom Thibodeau? No. No? Okay, let me think.
1: Think, think about it. a team that was on the cusp of greatness and then they switched coaches, and then they became all time.
0: Go and say words? Mark Jackson. Yeah. That
1: that is That's what I immediately thought of is when Yeah you said that I was just like yeah, it sounds like Mark Jackson, yep. where he got this team right there, yep. and then Steve Kerr took the exact same roster and won yeah. how many championships. because
0: Jackson developed those guys. you know, He saw the talent. And he's not
1: even coaching anymore, and that's the sad part. That's Casey, the thing
0: I don't get.
1: Casey's still got a job, Yeah, and he's doing phenomenal at Detroit. He's doing the same thing he did to Toronto right. and to Detroit without the injuries. If, if Detroit was healthy all year long.
0: They would have been a playoff team. They, they
1: would have been you know, not scary, but they could have – Competed
0: dark horse, yeah, absolutely. They
1: were not gonna obviously go to the championship, but right, they they could get close.
0: Right, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. but uh, Mark
1: Jackson deserves a job. Yeah, he does. I mean, oh, as much as I like God. hearing
0: him on the call of NBA games, he's a games, great caller too. Yeah, it's just he deserves a job, man. I wouldn't mind them getting the Bulls job, to be honest with you. I mean, I, as long as you don't have Jim fucking Boylan as our fucking head coach.
1: I mean, I don't even have a team, so I mean, it's whatever. He can go wherever he wants. <sighs> um, but, yeah, this Doc, man, I'm a big fan of it. Like, seeing, like, a lot of these guys, like, Charles Barkley, like, actually, like, play, like, how fit he was. In the yeah. Movies, like, now is jacked,
0: crazy. bro. There's, Absolutely jack. There's not
1: a whole lot of Shaq talk, which is weird to me. Not yet. You think it's going to come?
0: Yeah, because we haven't really talked MJ's retirement yet. And then once MJ comes out of retirement, it's against the Magic.
1: Ooh.
0: So, um, that'll that'll be big. Penny
1: Hardaway. Oh, I love that'll Penny Hardaway big. and Shaq duo. Yeah.
0: So that'll Shaq. Shaq will get coming. Like we still haven't even really touched the second 3 beat quite yet. You know? No, no, no.
1: And then we only have four episodes left.
0: Exactly. So I mean, they're going to talk a, a lot about the retirement.
1: I want to see a couple baseball things.
0: Oh, we, oh, we will.
1: I think that's next episode. It's well.
0: got to be because. That's where we are. Yeah. We're at the end of the third championship. Yep. You know, I mean, he's gonna.
1: His dad. His passes. dad's going His
0: dad's. His dad. His dad gets murdered. Um. You know, he goes. He goes to play baseball, and a lot of people would say, like, oh, he needed, like, uh, if he didn't retire from baseball, they would have won eight straight championships. It's not, it's not that simple.
1: I don't know that Rockets. <laughs> that Rockets so team.
0: Good. They were great, and they really matched up well against the Bulls. The, Bo- the Bulls had grandpa, nobody that could guard Akeem.
1: I was talking to my grandpa about this actually. It was uh, Elijah one, and what what was the other center? Was it the 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 center from um uh, college? The fuck, the big dude from Virginia,
0: Ralph Sampson.
1: Yeah, was that him and Akeem? I
0: think I think he was older. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't really know.
1: I know that they had two really big dudes. He was saying it was like Yao Ming, but I I, I know Elijah Wan didn't play with the Yao Yao Ming. No. He might have later in his career, like at the very end, but I don't. I, I don't. I, think what was that? So. Was, was that Ralph Sampson? Was the documentary we were talking about uh, the first episode? I remember hearing uh, watching a documentary about him recently. Like someone had to beat him in college.
0: Was Ralph I watching Johnson? the Last
1: Dance? No, 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 no. The uh, the Jimmy V.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that was Jimmy V.
1: Okay, that was the Jimmy V. One. That was a great doc. I watched it. I think this is my third time watching it.
0: Wait, it was me? that the Jimmy V. One? I believe so. Because, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it was.
1: Were they, they they had
0: to beat they had to beat Virginia and Houston, who had a and Clyde Drexler.
1: Yeah, and Ralph Sampson was insane in college. I don't really know what he did in the NFL or NBA.
0: <laughs> he wasn't too great
1: in the NFL either, I'm guessing. Uh-huh.
0: Um, but that Rockets team, Akeem, Yep. Um, Robert Ory, Ken, uh, Kenny Smith, Clyde Drexler.
1: Kenny Smith, Kenny the Jet. Oh, the is the Kenny Jet. the Jet making an appearance? Yes.
0: Uh, Scott Brooks is a point guard, head coach of the Wizards. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, but yeah. So I mean. <laughs> Really great, really great team. It's not, and you're starting to see it now. MJ was mentally and physically just so fatigued. Like, he was at the end of the line after the first Pete. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if he gets another one after that. He really needed that break.
1: You know, he could, he could have really used some wise words from LeBron about Zero Dark 30, where LeBron just shuts everything out. Yeah. Not just social media, but the media. Right. And just like kind of just focus on basketball and the team. If yeah, Michael I mean that, that, that would have been more, hard. I feel like he w- he wouldn't have took the break. Well, he I think he still would have took the break regardless. Just yeah, because you know his, his dad, father. Yeah, but I don't think they would have won eight straight. No, I think they would. Have, they maybe maybe four and then three. Right. I mean. Or three and then four. Yeah.
0: I mean, MJ needed that layoff to really regain that spark because he was really just so mentally and physically fatigued. And I remember I mean, hearing
1: about this that the Bulls were still good without Michael.
0: Oh, they were good. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they, they went to the playoffs without Michael. I mean, they lost to the Knicks. You know? I mean, it's crazy.
1: That's when Scotty became like. Whoa. That's when Scotty.
0: And I mean, and they said that Scotty was the best player in the NBA that year. I mean, I.
1: That wouldn't want to make Michael come back. Right. Be like, Uh, nah. (laughs)
0: Right. But it's crazy. Like, the Knicks, man, they went to the finals.
1: That was the OJ year, wasn't it? Yeah. They played the Rockets?
0: Yep. I mean, the Knicks went to the finals both years after MJ retired. The first time and the second time.
1: And
0: they got... Right. (laughs) But that's how... I feel so bad for the Knicks. I
1: feel bad for the Jazz more than the Knicks.
0: I mean, I feel I feel worse for Patrick Ewing, I guess.
1: I feel bad for Karl Malone. Why? I like Karl Malone more than Patrick Ewing. I like Patrick Ewing. I like John Starks more than I like.
0: Yeah, I like John Starks too.
1: I do too. Uh, I, I I who's who's the point guard? I'm drawing a blank for the Jazz.
0: John Stockton.
1: Yeah, Stockton. I I, I like I like uh Starks more than Stockton. I like the mailman.
0: The mailman. Yeah, can't go wrong. I mean, obviously, I mean Reggie Miller is my favorite player of all time. i mean I mean, but I don't think he was on that level.
1: Really? Is your favorite player of all time? Yeah. Over LeBron or uh, Michael?
0: I mean, obviously MJ is always going to be like
1: special like, to you. I
0: have no choice, but like outside of that, yeah, Reggie and Steph, those two guys.
1: Mine's. I- I don't really. I. I obviously right now it's Kyrie Irving. I just mm-hmm. love watching him play. Mm-hmm. Um, I always have mad respect for LeBron James. Oh yeah, of course. Kobe Bryant's right Kobe, up there. Of course. Um, these are just players I like watching. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that though, like Damian Lillard, I like watching
0: him. Oh yeah, I love Dan. He's love a Hall of
1: Famer. That's all I'm saying. There's Probably. a lot of Hall of Famers in the league right now that we just don't know yet.
0: Yeah. Harden, I mean...
1: Westbrook, Curry, Thompson. Uh Lillard, Durant, LeBron, uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, um I'm missing a lot of people still.
0: Yeah, I mean
1: these guys are all like solidified Hall of Famers already. And the super team needed to happen. I mean yeah, it did. fucking Michael had a super team damn near. I mean, he Four had super teams for super teams. That's one A and one one B. That's 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 Durant yeah. and LeBron teaming up, pretty much. Mm. Well, okay, that's like a team drafting LeBron and then Durant. Mm. Why? No, you had Michael, and then you draft Scotty.
0: I don't, I don't think Scotty was ever in that league of the other guys. He
1: was the original point forward?
0: I just, I don't. I don't see him in that league of the other guys in that era. Oh, I don't like see him as... And... Yeah, I mean, obviously Bird, Magic, but even, you know, Barkley, Ewing. I don't see him in that category. I see him in that next tier behind with, like, Reggie. Okay. You know?
1: Um. Now, I got a question for you. I was watching the ESPN show called The Jump. Shout out Rachel Nichols and The Jump. Yeah. Great show. Um... And they were saying, how good would Bird be in this era if he came right now? With no contact and threes.
0: Oh, he would have been really good. I don't know about defensively. I mean...
1: I mean, you've seen Harden. You don't have to play defense.
0: Right. I mean, that size, that...
1: 6'9", lanky, can shoot offensively, and and no physical, because he wasn't a physical guy, unless he played Right, exactly.
0: Oh, exactly. shit.
1: Okay, before we get off the topic, one thing I didn't think Michael was, was, you know, kind to other NBA players. That dude had more friends than enemies in the league.
0: Oh, everyone how, everyone respected him. How close so him,
1: Magic, and Bird actually were.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: seeing that... uh
0: He's like can't touch michael it's a foul <laughs> like, that yeah was, yeah yeah
1: yeah that was awesome uh when bird was coaching the the all-star game mm, mm-hmm. that, that 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 right there was so cool just seeing those three just yeah. talking not 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 beefing you know talking shit to each other that, that was so cool to me
0: yeah and it, it it sucks that we can't see more of that because like mj has you know he's an owner and you know you know birds with the pacers you know so they they can't really speak out anymore they can't really talk about the game which sucks right because yeah. can you imagine just a show can you imagine can you imagine a show where, where it's Barkley Jordan Bird and Magic just sitting there talking about the game
1: like the current game yeah I I would want Shaq to still, I, I still and Shaq I, I like Shaq Kenny Smith in that too
0: yeah I mean and then
1: Ernie yeah it's a big table these
0: all, all <laughs> these greats talking about the game like that would I wish it would happen more often, but it's it, it, obviously you know good for them being in so, organizations. But
1: there's been a lot of talks about like uh, like Mike Tyson might be coming out of retirement.
0: Yeah, that's not gonna happen. To
1: box, um, all these celebrities are always boxing each other. Can we can we see a Michael versus Isaiah Thomas boxing match? Oh my! Cause they God. still hate each other. That was my, I I laughed so hard because I never liked Isaiah Thomas. No one.
0: If you don't like the Pistons, you hate Isaiah Thomas. I,
1: I don't like Isaiah Thomas. Right. He, he's just a stuck-up, lying dude, in yes, my in my, he's, in he's, my opinion. He, that's what he is. And when uh when he goes, when they handed Michael the phone, like, this is what Isaiah Thomas said about that, he right. goes, I know it's bullshit. You're right. like, I don't even need to see that shit. Right. Whatever he said, he had so much time to think about it. It's exactly, bullshit.
0: exactly. He and then the not... first thing Isaiah Thomas was, well, I just... Yeah.
1: And Jordan's like, you see? Like, <laughs> I just said that. Right? I it's didn't like... mind the whole walking off thing. I wish that was that happened more, honestly.
0: Yeah, and I and I guess I this guess This isn't
1: fucking U ten league. I I don't wanna see sportsmanship all the time. I wanna see fucking competitiveness I and mean, if you lose I want to you m- to feel the loss. To
0: me to me though um there's a difference between buddy buddying guys and showing good sportsmanship afterwards. Because I mean after the game, after you straight go to war, I think it's okay to be like Hey guys, c- c- congrats! Like, you know, I mean that the last, the previous two years, that's what MJ and and the Bulls did to the Pistons. Like, that's just showing respect.
1: Yeah, that's exactly just, what Michael did. It. I agree with that point where Michael he's like these these guys beat me two years in a row, and I I showed them love after the game. Exactly. And then we beat them, and then Horace Grant's like
0: straight up bitches.
1: Straight up bitches.
0: Exactly. So it's like, I mean, I. That's just common courtesy. To me, to me, I wish there was less buddy-buddy like before games. You know, like everyone's like smiling and laughing before the game.
1: There's no, there's no like rivalries right now.
0: Well, there was the, the Russell and KD and that's like all we've ever had.
1: That's over now.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: And I, am I, I love, I absolutely love rivalries. Like in the NFL now, you have Brady versus Belichick now. hmm Like, Rivalries are why – like, baseball has the most rivalries there are. Cubs, Cardinals. Cubs, Cardinals. Yankees, yeah. Red Sox. Yeah,
0: there's a ton.
1: College football. Like, this is why we watch these games is to see, like, the, the drama it brings. And if you're, like, dapping people up before a game and then hard foul, let them up, do some right. fighting, unless you're Anthony Towns, no one respects you. Right. Um, I, 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 I miss rivalries. I do too. Like,
0: I, I wish there was more hatred in the game, in sports in general. I wish there was more hatred.
1: Competitiveness. It's like a lack. Like you, it's like they all got together and was like, "Yo, hey man, we're all making fucking money. Like fuck it, you know, let's just make money and have fun, play basketball. Exactly, it's chill. Back then it was, I want to be the best, and everybody exactly. was, I want to be the best. I want to be the best. I want to be the best. You don't have that anymore. People are fine with just making money. Exactly. And I hate that. Yeah, me too. We should just cut salaries.
0: Me too. They make minimum
1: yeah. wage until they start winning.
0: Minimum wage.
1: <laughs> one fight a game and then you can start making millions again. Damn. Yeah.
0: That would be something. That would be something.
1: But I like this doc. I can't wait yeah. to finish it. Um. One, one more thing. Final thing. Olympic Dream Team of 92 or the Olympic Dream Team of 2012
0: that's hard, man.
1: Yeah. Cause you I got- think
0: you look at 92 and you're just like...
1: It, it sucks because the only person you could really, like, talk to about it that played for both... Or no, didn't play for both. Kobe? Didn't Kobe play for both?
0: 92? No. He didn't come in the league till 98.
1: 99.
0: Oh. Nobody played for both. So, th- you
1: know? th- that documentary, though, one thing I will say about it, it jumps times too too fast.
0: It does. It goes back and forth too Cause much. Because they
1: talked about Kobe Bryant's all-star game where he's like, man, this young guy's going to take us all out. Like He's going to try to take us all one-on-one.
0: hmm
1: And I, I thought that was the 92.
0: No. Yeah, it, d- it does go back and forth a little too much.
1: But what, 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 uh, what Olympic team? Let
0: me check to see who was on the 2012 because the 92, I mean, it was just insane.
1: 92 was stacked. I mean... Hall of
0: Famer after Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer after, I'll, fame I'll after Hall of Famer. Ni-
1: I'll bring up the 92. We've got a research department on that.
0: Wow, well, okay. Let's see here. USA, we got... Okay, yeah. First name is why I'm already going differently. <laughs> I'm going to name off the roster. We have Tyson Chandler.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Darren Williams, Andre Iguodala, Kobe, Kevin Love, James Harden, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Carmel Anthony. Yeah, I'm going 92.
1: Okay. Christian Laettner, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, yeah. Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan. I don't need to read the rest. I'm no. I'm going 92. You don't. Uh, Clyde Drexler, Karl Malone, John Stockton, Chris Mullen, Charles Barkley, Magic Johnson. I think they're all Hall of Famers, but Christian Laettner. Yeah, I think so. Chris Mullin's a Hall of Famer. Uh yeah, they're all Hall of Famers except for Chris Schlaner. And no, Tyson Chandler will not be a Hall of Famer.
0: I love me some Tyson Chandler, but like
1: uh Oh what a great locker room guy. Damn.
0: I went back four more years to look at the two thousand eight Um Olympic roster. We got Carlos Boozer, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Darren Williams, Michael Red, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant. Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Tayshaun Prince, Ooh, and Carmelo Anthony.
1: That's my favorite Pistons team of all time. Oh. They were so deep.
0: They were so deep.
1: So deep. What, 2004?
0: Yeah, right around there. Rashad Wallace.
1: Rashad Wallace. Rashad. Rashid. Rashid. Ben Wallace. Tayshaun Prince, Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups. And they had that Divaj Dockage guy. Um, Who do they pass up for?
0: They passed up Wade, Bosch, Mello.
1: Melo would have been great on that team. Yeah.
0: Back <laughs> that would've that would have made
1: Melo a lot more like a, a physical player, and I think he would have the longevity would have helped him being on that Pistons team. I think that would have been the pick oh, for yeah.
0: Pistons. Going back four more years, we got AI, Stefan Marbury, Dwayne Wade, Carlos Boozer. Melo Anthony, LeBron James, Emeka Okafor, Sean Marion, Amar'e Stoudemire, Tim Duncan, Lamar Odom, and Richard Jefferson.
1: That'd be a great N- NBA team, not an Olympic team. No, but hey, what are we kidding? All these fucking teams won. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for real. Uh, how do you feel about the uh, um, the Croatia guy?
0: Oh, Tony Kukoc.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about all that? I feel like they. I thought
0: it was that. awesome.
1: I didn't like that. How they like they they they, they beat a guy. Not, not just on the game, like on the court, beat him. Yeah. To prove a point to the GM. Like the guy didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. Well, I know
0: he didn't do anything I wrong. I feel bad
1: for the guy. He wanted,
0: he wanted to prove to, he wanted to show Ku coach. You know, he not only did he want to show Jerry Krause like, yo, why are you trying to replace us, right? But he also wanted to show Ku coach, hey, you coming over here? This is what you're getting yourself into.
1: The dude could have been in the NBA, but stayed behind in a civil war for his family. And he just got humiliated. Yeah. I but, feel bad for him.
0: But you know what? He played in great. the gold medal game, he came back and played yeah, really well. He
1: played great.
0: And that's when then, and Jordan and Pittman were like, all right, respect has been earned.
1: Well, you got to think about it, man. Overseas people that go through those kind of hardships, they're tough. Oh, hell yeah. They're going to get knocked down. They're going to come back hard.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And like...
1: I respect then, the hell out of that guy.
0: Oh, me too. Me too. I, I mean, absolutely. How how can you not? I mean... So... Oh, this is cool. A little sidebar right here. All right. I'm sorry.
1: You didn't know about that sidebar?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. So 2000. Sharif Abdur Rahim. Ooh.
1: Memphis. Ray
0: Allen. Vin Baker. I don't know. Who's on oh, these not guys? Not
1: Memphis. Vancouver.
0: Vince Carter. Kevin Garnett. Tim Hardaway. Alan Houston. Jason Cade. Antonio McDyess. Alonzo Alonzo Mourning. Gary Payton, and Steve Smith.
1: Eh, Not bad. I think that team would get destroyed by uh, any of the previous ones we mentioned.
0: Damn. 96 is, is better than 92, I think, even. Barkley, Penny Hardaway, Ooh. Grant Hill, Ooh. Carl Malone, Reggie Ooh. Miller, Akeem, Shaq, Gary Payton, Scottie Pippen, oh, Mitch... Mitch Mitch Richmond.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He played. Uh, he played for the Mitch, Pacers for a while. He's good.
0: Mitch Richmond, Dave Robinson, and John Stockton.
1: They're all Hall of Famers.
0: As compared to '92. Yeah, Leiter, Robinson, Ewing. and oh, no, Bird. Oh, oof. You, yeah, that yeah. Bird really yeah, kind of like Bird, Bird, Drexler.
1: It's kind of like even Malone. all the way until you get to Bird, and then you're like, oh, oh shit, Larry yeah, Bird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So ninety two dream team, really unstoppable. Yeah, no. yeah, they're
1: uh, they're yeah. pretty good. I yeah, would say. for
0: real, for real, absolutely.
1: Um, anything else we want to talk about the doc, and then we'll kind of wrap it up when it's over. I think, right?
0: I don't think there's really anything else I want to talk about. <laughs>
1: yeah, I got um, all my uh, chickens hatched. Basically, yeah,
0: that's one way. To you want to take
1: it. another shot of tequila.
0: I gotta go pee first. Yeah. It's probably gonna burn. Yeah. Because it's going to be like tequila.
1: Yeah, but it was good though.
0: It wasn't bad. Next shot, maybe I should actually try to remember that I'm taking a shot of alcohol and not just sipping on water. That really caught me off guard.
1: It, it caught in my throat for a minute. Yeah. I don't I don't drink a whole lot, but I had a, for Cinco de Mayo, I had a couple margaritas and a shot of this tequila, uh, Altos, uh, Reposado. Very, very good. It's a good tequila. Yeah. Um. It's you know it's in a good price range too. It's not like a.
0: By chance, where did you get that bottle though?
1: Oh, I got that at the liquor cabinet. On oh. Thirty two. Thirteen thirty two. Thirteen thirty two Hilltop Road, Saint Joseph, Michigan. Um, Interesting. Great selection. Great prices. Great, prices. great customer static. service. We also do uh deliveries. deliveries
0: we do lit free deliveries. What? I might add free deliveries. Free
1: Just deliveries no. Encourage, deliveries.
0: encourage we tip the driver.
1: Yeah, just tip the driver because there is a, is a free delivery charge. Just, you know, tip the driver. Tip the driver. Um, But, yeah, I mean, what a great place. We yeah. If we knew people that work there.
0: Yeah, for real. If only we, we knew people. Yeah. If only.
1: Oh, looking to get married in the Berrien County area or the Allegan area? Like a cabinet. We do wedding catering. We? I do wedding catering. <laughs> I do the emails uh, Yeah, If you if you email your like, Kevin, I'm talking to you You're talking to me We're yeah. talking to each other
0: We're talking We're emailing
1: It's a talking orgy We're
0: conversating
1: It's a talking orgy
0: I don't know about an orgy It's just two people really right It's just kind of just kind
1: Yeah of, but it's on the internet You know someone else is watching
0: That's true Well I think that that's it for this episode Yep We shouldn't I talk about orgies as much Or Hope oh, we didn't talk about it enough
1: We'll, we'll find know. out next episode. It
0: depends what, <laughs> which way you swing, I guess. I don't know. Italiano. Italiano. Yep. Okay.
1: That's that happened.
0: All right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And hopefully, maybe next week we can talk more. Last dance. Um, we'll see who wins the boxing match between MJ and Steve Kerr.
1: I'm going to guess MJ.
0: I'm going to guess MJ. Yep. But we'll see. Steve Kerr's is a feisty guy. Yep. So, again, thank you guys for listening to the cover, too. I'm Jordan Jensen. Austin Hoffman. And we'll talk to you later.